0: So we just got back from the games and we have learned a few things since we've been back that people that we know and that we were in contact with contracted COVID and are now positive for the COVID um, pandemic. And so we wanted to just kind of talk about that. Like what what was the CrossFit Games? We know all about the athletes and what they had to go through uh, to be able to perform while they were there. But there were, as reported, over 10,000 people a day that walked through that venue in Madison, Wisconsin. And there really were no protocols uh, for those who showed up. So we just wanted to kind of talk through this and uh, see what your guys' opinions were uh, in the comments below as to what happens in Madison. So I'm gonna open it up, the floor up to the ladies and see if they would like to start.
1: Well, I think it's also an important fact to share with what you shared with us today, as far as the um, increase of cases in Dane County, which is in where Madison is, was an increase of eighty six point eight over the past two weeks.
0: Correct, eighty six point eight percent. In the U.S., it's up thirty three point seven percent over the last week. Uh, so, they are COVID cases are rising, and it's primarily due to the Delta variant.
1: Of, and that is mostly for unvaccinated people that it is affecting more. Correct.
2: Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent of the people that we know that have come down with it are not vaccinated, and I'm not talking athletes or anything, just people, you know.
0: And expected. and a great a great like case is that all three of us were in contact with people who contracted the virus, and we all are vaccinated and tested negative um, this week. Uh, I've been tested twice in the last week, um, you guys once, um, but twice we have all, oh, mm-hmm. twice for Kat, okay. and we've tested negative on all of all fronts, even though we came in contact with infected people.
1: I remember even, so I'm, I have a lot of thoughts, but I'll try to try to organize them. Um, I remember at the beginning of the week, before we were all together, I was messaging you guys and saying, this is going to be a super spreader event because I was really surprised. And I am speaking about athletes. I'm not going to give specifics, but I was surprised by the number of U.S. athletes that were openly talking about choosing not to be vaccinated. And then I would also listen to conversations of um, athletes like from Canada um, and talking to these U.S. athletes about how they can't. That they were very surprised that they would uh, not choose to be vaccinated and and attend this event.
0: And to be clear, um, every volunteer, every media member, and every athlete and coach had to show vaccination or ha- was tested on site uh, to show a negative test. Um, but none of that was a protocol for people in attendance, and the only mask requirement was if you were close to the floor in the media pit, you had to wear a mask um, close to the, the Coliseum floor, unless you were Dave Castro. And, um, but that's that's that was it. The rest of it was your choice, whether you wore a mask or not. And I would say there were very few people that chose to wear a mask um, in the Coliseum. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see
2: money. No, I was just. Um, let's talk a little bit about the whole, you know, athletes not being vaccinated or people not being vaccinated. I, I, I heard, and this is again, you know, just what I heard in passing, is that a lot of athletes um, were sort of not, they, they didn't want to risk losing a couple weeks of training by perhaps having some ill side effects from the vaccine. So if you think about the timeline in terms of like when vaccines were widely available for healthy people under the age of, you know, let's call it 30, you're probably talking April, March, March or April, I think probably April. Um, and then you've got athletes that are training for the semifinals, which are happening in June. So they're looking at maybe, t- and again, I'm just, this is my presumption of what's, what they're thinking they're thinking, okay, well, I only have like three more weeks to train for my, you know, semifinal event. I can't afford this point. I can't afford to be down a week because of it. And then you qualify for the semifinal and you still have, you know, a shit ton of training to, to be done, to get ready for the games. And so again, it's just something I've heard in the community that these athletes were, you know, not willing to take the, take the risk of, of, you know, having ill effects from <laughs> the shot.
1: So the flip side of that coin that I heard was from a lot of people, well, my body is healthy and I value my health, my body can fight off this virus. Yes. So my, my point back to what you were saying is if your body is so healthy and which they are, yes, and can fight off the virus, then why would we just assume that they would have these big side effects to the vaccine?
2: Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a really good point too. Um, and I think, yeah, that's why people probably didn't get vaccinated. I mean, I know me personally. I mean, I got vaccinated because I run a gym and, you know, I have people around me that are at risk and that's why I chose to do it. I didn't necessarily choose to do it because I was afraid of getting it myself um, or what it, or what it would do to me. But, but, you know, for these athletes who are planning, I don't think they thought, I don't know, they must not have thought that they were going to get it.
1: I think a lot of us thought, man, we're over
0: done and yeah. i don't and i want to make sure it's, that we're clear that this is not just happening in crossfit um, yeah. i tuned into the hall of fame game last night in the nfl and there were no masks there were there was no social distancing the stadium was full um watching an nfl game so this is happening in more than totally. just crossfit and um and there are going to be these large gatherings the only thing only difference would be that it is a completely outdoor event where CrossFit was inside and outside.
1: And here's my argument with CrossFit as far as them being responsible for for running this event. A Couple of things. I thought it was, it did not equal, it was inconsistent. The way that they took care of the Danielle Brandon situation and how hardcore they were on the protocols for her to face. There was literally no options for any kind of social distancing on on, on the seating, or or you know, kind of non enforced. There were no rules made about wearing the um, about requiring the masks for indoor events for all people, regardless. So I just find that to be really inconsistent with each other. Like, and now we're seeing right these big spikes, eighty six point eight percent in Dane County. I'm assuming a lot of that's going to come from, from the CrossFit games, just because there were so many people visiting. So I just think they could have made some better, better options, especially when, I mean, everybody keeps saying, if you look at any athletes, Instagram right now, they all are saying, I keep, I was so surprised how many people were dropping like flies, (laughs) you know, like and the campground, I mean, like I just, outside was great, yes, but I just feel like there could have been some some better protocols as far as distancing or requirements for spectators.
0: Yeah. And, and a lot of this, we're making assumptions, you know, we, 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 am, can't, we can't prove that the CrossFit Games was responsible for the spike in Dane County, but
1: no, I mean, that is an alarming
0: people, spike of eighty, what 86.8%.
1: And I also, I'm not trying to say that CrossFit is necessarily responsible for the fact that these individuals had COVID, because I think that there's personal responsibility in people, you know, if they're choosing not to put on a mask or attend and put themselves at risk. I I totally support that. And I also want to know just because I clearly I'm talking about how I believe in the vaccination, but I also believe in personal choice, that people have the right to choose whether they have it or not. I'm just trying to look at, there are many things that could have been prevented.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know of three people who have contracted the virus and I don't know, but maybe 5% of the CrossFit population, if that. So if I know three, how many more people have come home with it that we don't even know about? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think we have to, in the future, look at some things, some steps to take to protect ourselves in these large gatherings. Um, It would have been really easy just to wear a mask in the Coliseum for everybody, Um, or if you're in the Fit Aid Lounge or whatever, um, or in Vendor Village. Uh, I think we're all used to that now, Um, but uh, it could have been an easy step that was taken to kind of prevent this a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the mentality to being there, I mean, I, I am guilty of this as well, is that it was like the first time we all get to be at an event, you know, the first time that we all get to be together. And I, I didn't want to wear a mask. Like, I'll be honest, like if we had to wear one, I would have been super bummed out. Like, darn it. I got vaccinated. Like, what is my price? <laughs> you know, like, what do I, what do, what do I get for, for being protected? And so, you know, I think we all sort of were happy to let our hair down and just Sort of enjoy the weekend, and unfortunately, you know, people that weren't vaccinated are, you know, some of them are paying the price now. Um, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough situation.
0: And just to be fair, uh, it was this way at every semifinal event as well. True. You know, so it wasn't just the CrossFit Games. Um, yeah. The the, the oh, right. spikes weren't happening at that time, um, but yeah, every set semifinal was mask free. And no social distancing.
2: Yeah, and you, I mean, and maybe it's a product of the fact that um, you're getting a whole bunch of people from a lot of different places, you know, across the world together. Um, you know, people tra- internationally traveling in in conjunction with the fact that we're in this period of time where there's a spike in cases and this new variant and all that other stuff. It's like the, kind of like the perfect storm.
1: Yeah. And I just need to add this too. like, I I get it. I, we are, you know, CrossFit is about health and that is, we want, that's like always been our goal, right? That we aren't just feeding people with medicine and doing things like that, that we are using nutrition and we're using movement to improve people's lives for longevity. So I a hundred percent support that, but this is something different right now. This is a pandemic and you know, the choice about for me to get vaccinated. I feel that I have a strong robust immune system, but it's not about me. It's about other people. And I think that that's an important piece that I hope that others will start to consider as well.
0: The last thing I'm going to say is, yeah, we are strong and we are robust and we can handle things like this. But Bethany Shadburn, one of the fittest people in the world, she is still suffering from the symptoms over a week later.
1: Almost two weeks.
0: Yeah. Um so and and we don't know about the others we don't know how they're feeling um but you know even with that if like i said she is one of the fittest people in the world and she is she's been sidelined she still cannot taste or smell um and she is very fatigued yeah so i just think going forward we need we need to take more precautions and be a little more cautious when getting together Uh, Because the last thing we want is, we want to say that being healthy is the best preventative medicine, but if your population comes down with COVID, because you didn't take some precautions, it kind of defeats your argument.
2: Right, and there there are things that even, you know, Greg Glassman, when he talks about um, things that can kill you, right? And you've got like genetic diseases that you can't control, right? Dep- you know, you can be as fit as you want. And obviously if you get, you know, smashed by a car or, or Mack truck, like there's nothing that, you know, your fitness doesn't really, you know, come into play necessarily. Um, and and these odd viruses that we don't know about are, are part of that situation too. Like you can still get them. It doesn't make you immune to getting them, right? Because you're fit. It just kind of, you know, hedges yourself against you know, getting very sick or maybe dying, but it doesn't, just because you're fit doesn't mean you're not gonna get it and doesn't mean you can't spread it.
0: Right. Well, with that, this is our first um, Clydesdale conversation. We're hoping to bring more um, news bits to you um, in the future. If you like this, make sure you uh, subscribe, hit the like button, comment. We wanna hear your comments about what happened with COVID in Madison um, and maybe hear the other side of the coin. Um, we'd love to hear that and interact with you in any way we can. Until next time.